Welcome back. This is a brand new episode of Pop Cannon. This is episode 77. We are your hosts. My name is Jordan. I'm Robert. And I'm Joe. Today we are going to talk about San Diego Comic-Con 2022. Although a bunch of things happened at the event Mm. itself, Mm. we don't have time to cover all of it. But you can always engage with us on our social media platforms about stuff that we didn't cover in this episode. So find us on Facebook in our Facebook group, the Pop Cannon Collective, or follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Pop Cannon. Don't forget the K. It's because we're special. Mm-hmm. On to the event itself. What do you guys want to talk about first? It's probably the most imminent thing that we got a trailer for, like movie-wise, Black Adam, and Dwayne was in person in costume. That was pretty cool. Uh, I loved the trailer. I'm very excited for this movie, um, and it seems as though they actually get to fight with Black Adam yeah. instead of just teaming up with him to face some <laughs> big bad. Yeah, it definitely looks like the Justice Society is like full full bore going at, to war with him there's the sequence with him and um dr fate and then also the that huge moment with him and hawkman which i thought just looked phenomenal <laughs> yeah it seems like they're really um i think kind of beating marvel to the punch on the anti-hero kind of thing we got an announcement for thunderbolts but that's still a ways off yeah um and for not really bringing much to Comic-Con. At least what they brought was very good. DC was noticeably not the talk of the town this weekend. <laughs> Understandably so. Yeah. But all things considered, DC will probably have another fandom event, which we've covered previously on the podcast. So if you'd like to go back, check mm-hmm. those episodes out, we might do one this year if they decide to have another fandom event has but, not been announced officially yet they have not announced one yet because they just had no. the merger this summer so they just saying i think they will though because it's silly of them not to the other trailer that dc brought was shazam fury of the gods how did you feel about that one yeah so the shazam fury of the gods trailer um really kind of impressed and also very surprised at how much everyone's aged. Yeah. <laughs> Those kids grow up real fast. <laughs> I think that was the most apparent thing from that trailer to me. Yeah. How long has it been since the first one? Oh, 2019. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not that long. Then. <laughs> do, you, do you think that do you think that they went and got Helen Mirren on purpose then to try <laughs> try to offset <laughs> Maybe, maybe she she and Lucy Liu are um, they said they are the the daughters of Atlas. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they look interesting. I just I'm kind of confused because of the the post credit tease that they did at the end of the first Shazam. Like, where does that where is that worm or that whatever that was? <laughs> like, oh, what? that doesn't that doesn't matter. <laughs> We're moving on. I'm just saying. Like, and then also like the day before Comic Con happened. DC announces uh, Snyder versus dead. We're not going forward with it anymore. Front and center at the beginning <laughs> of this trailer is three characters from Zack Snyder's 
Snyderverse, including Batman and it's just like a different universe that just very closely resembles the (laughs) Snyderverse. (laughs) It's just like, dude, I don't I don't know. I don't know what the hell they're doing. It just doesn't make sense. They don't know what they're doing. They and that's the problem. And we've, <laughs> really- we've waxed poetically <laughs> multiple times about how DC does not know what they're doing with their characters. But the trailer looked fun. Joe, what did you think of the trailer? I think, yeah, I think they did a good job of keeping up the fun energy from the first go around, which like I didn't expect to love the first Shazam as much as I did. Um, it's nice to see like superheroes in Philly uh, yeah. as like a Philly guy. <laughs> I remember in the first one, they threw the bus that I used to take to work off a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then just like the fun thing of him having a face off with the villain at like what looks like a fast food joint mm-hmm. and like going to talk to his pediatrician. It's just a lot of really <laughs> fun concepts for like a superhero movie. And like, I think. DC's kind of finding a better stride which with like I don't want to say like smaller heroes but like with these like side characters like I'm really interested in like what Shazam's doing because he doesn't have to be connected to every Mm -hmm. other thing in the world Mm -hmm. Um, like I like that they exist and like he like has that kind of longing for that but yeah the other one that I like I was kind of depressed we didn't see anything from was blue beetle which like it's way too early for a trailer mm-hmm. but like concept art or like something because like that's a really interesting project for them to bring yeah did they just wrap filming on that? they just wrapped it yeah yeah the plus with that is that will no longer be a television show and it will be a film mm-hmm. so we will get something for that soon again possibly at a future dc event yeah right Sticking within the realm of DC, though, we did mm-hmm. see a trailer for Netflix's The Sandman. And it starts August 5th. Like, the shit's, like, happening very soon. I mean, they announced that a while back, and nobody's really seen anything from no. it until <laughs> this weekend. So props to them for, like, not releasing anything early on. Or leaking anything. We saw Brienne of Tarth in there. Yeah. And I think Charles Dance was in there as well, right? Yeah. There were a couple familiar faces. Um, (laughs) I'm definitely intrigued. I've never read The Sandman before. Um, I've heard good things, like Sam Lyles used to talk about Mm -hmm. it all the time back in college. I'm I'm interested. I'll give it a a watch and see what episode one has to hold. It doesn't doesn't seem like something um, that you can throw on as like... I'm going to scroll on my phone while this show is airing. It seems like there's way, way more high concept shit happening than just like background noise. So it's got to definitely be something that you devote time to. It looks like, but it looks really interesting. The visuals are fucking wild. Mm -hmm. Like it's in that trailer. Like it looks like a lot of stuff that they like really wanted to like translate page to screen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. And yeah, I know like Sandman has like such a huge following and a lot of people have been looking for an adaptation for a long time. Mm -hmm. I know like long time ago, like Joseph Gordon-Levitt was attached to like a movie, but then it got scrapped. It's been like in development for probably since the comic actually came out, I imagine. But yeah, so it is really exciting for those fans to finally get it coming to the screen. 
even if it is the small screen. But that for something like this, I think that might even be a better place for it just to be able to fit more of the story in yeah. to try to break it up into a two hour story and try to um, like squeeze as much as possible in <laughs> right exactly yeah. and it looks very neil gaiman <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> i don't know like i don't know if you guys did you watch good omens on prime no no but it's i've seen trailers show, for it but it's and based I, on, I see the parallels yeah it's mm-hmm. a neil gaiman book and like it's just like <laughs> Even just like the snarky guy with dark, dark round sunglasses is mm-hmm. like right mm-hmm. there in the same thing. But yeah, I also having never read Sandman, um, I'm very interested to actually see the story and to find out if it is like a good adaptation. Yeah. But we'll have to look to Sam Lyles for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sticking with something that might be fun to throw on. Mm-hmm. while you're scrolling on your phone. <laughs> I guess Dungeons and Dragons was a thing. Um I it's not really my my bag. It's not my <laughs> my IP. Um I respect the people that enjoy it, but it, I'm just not really one of them. Uh what do you guys think? Uh this is this is a movie, right? This is yeah. like it yeah, looks with, like with Chris Pine. A lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's a lot of fun. Like I think this is going to be way underrated in terms of how much people enjoy it. Because it seems like there's a humor, like there's a a nice humor element to it. The action looks like it's going to look good. Like the trailer looks great, I feel like. Yeah, it looks like a step up from just a cash grab. Um, Mm -hmm. Because obviously like actual play podcasts are very big right now. And I think, well, Stranger Things led to like a new renaissance in pop culture of Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, um, absolutely. It's very much a thing that like, I don't know needs to exist. Like, right. But it looks fun enough that like, if I had the chance, I'll probably watch it. I think like the fun of D and D is like putting yourself into that story or even like listening to like other people's experience of that story, but right. having it like scripted out for you is a little bit. Yeah outside of the spirit but it looks like there's enough like references and like deep D cuts in there that i think like fans will probably have a good time yeah yeah and i did notice that uh justice smith from the quarry is in there um of De- Pet- detective pikachu fame <laughs> and chris pine is like a leading man bard rogue it's yeah. just fun. yeah he does serious so well i feel like Chris Pine like I feel like he does serious really well that when you get him to turn on a dime to do something goofy it makes it that much more funny to me see I think my like first exposure to Chris Pine was the J.J. Abrams Star Trek which I love yeah but like he's very much like having fun in that role yeah yeah. I think he does that really well and then with the loot thing like he did Into the Woods right Mm -hmm. so like he's got a musical background too Mm-hmm. That it seems like he's going to get to play around with in this. I haven't watched Into the Woods in forever. <laughs> I forgot it was a thing for a <laughs> It was oh, also shit. very fun to see Sophia Lillis uh, from It chapters one and two, mm-hmm. the reboots, mm-hmm. as well as Sharp Objects, uh, mm. one of my favorite HBO shows. She was fantastic in that, and she looks like she's having a good time in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, she got to have that quick comedic back and forth 
with Chris Pine in that uh, that moment in the trailer, just talking about how he's only like a planner. So I mm-hmm. thought that was fun, at least. Yeah, and she's playing like the druid, like the more like magic centered user of the group. So it seems like she's having fun with that too. Sticking with something fun, mm. we also got a teaser trailer for the new Disney Plus uh, short, I guess, a series mm-hmm. of five shorts. I am Groot. Dude, this looks great. <laughs> it looks fun, yeah. It just like, looks like a fun, like, Marvel carefree show that doesn't have weight and, like, yeah. continuity holding it down. Uh, it just looks like a fun mini series, basically. I sort of wish there was a little bit more time given because <laughs> it's probably going to be, like, so enjoyable <laughs> that you're going to be like, damn. There was only 50 minutes total of that. <laughs> yeah, but they're probably going to be very, like, narrative light, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. like, I'm assuming what we get in the trailer is one of the, like, a big part of one of the episodes, and that was just, like, hilarious. They got me immediately. <laughs> well, it's fun, too, because it's done by James Gunn once mm-hmm. again. I also read that Rocket at least makes an appearance in one of them. Nice. Yeah, they said Bradley Cooper's gonna do the voice in it too. Yeah, so. and then somebody obviously immediately asked James Gunn about continuity. When where does this <laughs> fall in the Guardians universe? And he goes, "It's continuity unto itself. Yeah. Like <laughs> it exists within Anytime. what it exists, and that's it. <laughs> like, yeah. it's not that big of a deal, guys." <laughs> well, since uh, we're already into Marvel, we might as well just stay there because. That's where we're not much be. else to talk about. They did own the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so next, mm. we have the next Disney Plus series coming out, and that is She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. Attorney at Law. Now we have a subtitle. <laughs> so I think that, I don't think that the the visual effects look as janky as it did in that first trailer. No. Um. I the tone of the show is kind of where I'm like what are they going for with these trailers like what are you trying to tell me that this is because it seems like it's really heavy in comedy and I don't know it like is that Mm -hmm. what you're getting from that yeah and I mean that's how She-Hulk comics in like the 80s were like they were very like fourth wall break and like a lot of comedy Okay. Yeah, I think like having this is like a more comedic exploration of like that side of the Marvel universe and like how the universe is expanding in some ridiculous ways. I think it'll be fun. Um, it'll be really like it's funny that they teased um, Daredevil showing up in it because mm-hmm. like I don't know how he fits into that world. Um, I was dude, they're I lawyers, was okay? They're just that's lawyers. It. Right. That's it. That's it. So, like. <laughs> Yeah, that's it's just funny because connection. like that's like it's a show about a like a superhero lawyer, but like it's such a different yeah. vibe of a show. Yeah, um, which like <laughs> I guess like the stuff with like Kingpin and Hawkeye makes me like a little nervous for like putting Matt into that world. Um, but I'm definitely interested. It's too late. It's too late. <laughs> it's too late. The yeah. train's, train's out of the station. Train's already going. Um, right. Yeah, I. 
I see. I wasn't even necessarily concerned with that. I just when Daredevil showed up at the end, I was like, "Wait, why?" And then it said, "She-Hulk attorneys at law," and I was like, "Son of a bitch!" <laughs> like the really the connection is that they're fucking lawyers. Oh my god! I yeah. mean, cool. I'm it, any more any additional seconds you could give me of Charlie Cox as Daredevil, I'll take. Mm. Um, but also. It appears as though he's wearing, uh, he's got a yellow and red kind of gear going on. It looks uh, kind of yellow and red when he jumped over her, but then when they start yeah. panning up, it looks more like just a regular red. So I don't know if that was just like a trick of the light or if that is intentional. I think it's it intentional. Looks, it looks pretty close they're gonna to They're going to have like, his, his goofy original costume. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but some of the stuff that her and Bruce are talking about in the trailer seems like they're trying to Bruce is really trying to help her dig to the core of the character. And she just like, does not, she's not interested right now in exploring that part of who she is and why I think like, (laughs) what comes to mind for me is that like humor is a coping mechanism. So I wonder like what Jennifer's actually going through in this show. Yeah. That she is kind of like withdrawing in that way. Um, yeah, like there, I imagine there might become some kind of sneaky, heavy plot in there around either the, the either that or like Bruce is a is a terrible teacher in the ways of the Hulk is the I two can't ways that, that he could would go. Be a great one because it's like <laughs> like I don't think he ever imagined anyone else would ever have to go through yeah. that because <laughs> like that's yeah. a bumbling Ruffalo Hulk just seems like he would be the worst teacher. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, he's already the worst to watch on screen. <laughs> so that's why I'm like, ah, do we have Dude, his, to? Do his, we have to? His sad, grumbling, okay face like that he does constantly just really pisses me off every time I see it. And like, it makes me want to Hulk smash, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, and like, the thing is, I really like the girl who plays Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, she was fun in the very few episodes of Orphan Black that Orphan I've Black. seen. Yeah. And I've seen her in a couple other things, but I'm excited to see her range here. I'm concerned mm-hmm. of how much we're going to see big green Jennifer versus mm. just like Tatiana. Well, when she sleeps, she goes back to herself. So, Well, they even showed her in like that bank or wherever they were in her human form. So I think she mm-hmm. does kind of get a handle on it. But I, like, I'm like of two minds because like I do like the actress, but I also I like that She-Hulk canonically is like always She-Hulk. Yeah. yeah. But the effects look really bad, so I won't like hate it if she's not always She-Hulk. <laughs> I was gonna say, and that's the problem because like she doesn't look anything like that in real life, so there's no mm-hmm. way to make that transition like easier. Yeah, it's yeah. just always going to look like strange, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Well, so is this, uh, I'm assuming that this is where Bruce also gets a control on how to switch between Smart Hulk and Bruce Banner, because we've seen him now as Bruce Banner and other things. So it's like, wait. <laughs> so yeah, all that's going to wind up being answered. I hope. <laughs> Maybe. I don't in know. some but, form or fashion but my my problem is like are we gonna get nine episodes of smart bumbling hulk like that's mm-hmm. not what i want to see i don't think like, i don't want to watch i don't him think hulk's teaching gonna her be there to, that long 
I think Hulk is just there to give her the blood transfusion and then maybe like an episode of two or two of them mm-hmm. in Hawaii training. But then I think it's going to be the Jennifer Walters law show. I mean, he's and then maybe in, he all, comes back he's at in the end. all nine episodes. He's a main cast member of the oh, show. That's confirmed. Yeah. Okay. So that's why I'm fun. like, I don't have a problem with Mark Ruffalo. So, so is no, it, is I don't it have a problem episodes? with Mark Ruffalo. I have a problem with the way that they use the Hulk as a character anymore. Yeah. And I'm just why? not interested. Is it, okay. so, is it nine episodes? It's not like six or anything. It's like nine. Yeah. I think it's nine. That's wow. good. There was the rumor that somebody has been cast as a character from the fantastic four. And that that character may pop up in this she Hulk show. Mm. Uh, the rumor that Jason Siegel, <laughs> of all people, <laughs> has been cast as Ben Grimm, uh, the thing, uh, and then is supposed to allegedly pop up in this show somewhere. And then the Do you rumor think he then, would show up as the thing or as Ben Grimm? No, I think that you put him in the show just as Ben Grimm. Yeah. Somebody that she knows. And then you just like don't mention him again. But you've like like yeah. just like the, the 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 example i always think of is the way that they said stephen strange in winter soldier they just said it and we were still way far out on that ever being a thing like it's just we know that he exists and we keep moving mm-hmm. or like bruce screwing up the name wakanda and then we keep you know what i mean just like mention it and then just throw it out there so like ben Grimm, the person being in she hulk i think would be amazing yeah, the idea of having Jason Siegel <laughs> in a Marvel property, yeah, as as Ben Grimm, I think is very interesting. Mm-hmm. It's a very mm-hmm. interesting choice. I love him, yeah, uh, as as like an actor and like a, a a writer and director and all of that stuff. So I'm I'm very interested to see how he fits into this world. If it's true, if it's yeah. true. If it's, you if it's like true. smash words on the screen. You if true. <laughs> no, I'm very intrigued about it, man. I'm very intrigued about it. I want to see. I just I like. I hope it's a good Disney Plus show. <laughs> yeah. The fact that it's the last Disney Plus show of Phase Four mm. is interesting. interesting. Mm-hmm. They really did some shuffling, and we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But. Let's go from the final TV show of Mm, Phase mm -hmm. 4 to the final movie of Phase 4, which is Black Panther Wakanda Forever. First of all, what a fucking trailer. Dude. (laughs) Disney knows what they're doing when it comes to promoting their Marvel films. Mm -hmm. Dude, think about the first Black Panther movies trailer and how incredibly effective that was. And how excited everybody got for it. Like, I feel like this one doesn't, obviously, I don't think it has the same excitement level. um, Because there's, like, a just a massive weight of somber (laughs) on top of it. Um, But, like, I've watched that trailer, like, four times. Like, I think it's, it's fucking stunning. Stunning. It's just wild how meta it is, I guess. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's not yeah. even a, about... it's ha- Like, it is about the movie. It's obviously promoting the movie. But, like, there's 
just the music has that obvious like underlying statement of like this is also about Chadwick Boseman, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, like, and the legacy thing, that he like, left behind, right? It is just wild. Uh, yeah, I've watched that trailer like probably ten times already. <laughs> I was thinking about it as I was watching it the first time. That like not since the Dark Knight Rises mm-hmm. did we get the follow up to a gigantic larger than life performance from an actor before he was taken too soon from us mm-hmm. and the dark knight rises like they didn't even touch on it so no, this and, there's and no like way around it yeah. yeah the only way out is through yeah. so i'm so mesmerized by what they're going to do with the film itself but also like the way that they're promoting it i feel like is very tasteful Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious as to what they're going to say in the universe because I don't think and I think we were talking about this via text like I don't think that the way that they've established the technology for Wakanda I don't think that you could say he passed away from an illness I just don't think that you can because they've just made it seem as though it's no big deal like she like fixed bullet wounds and shit you know what I mean like I just Yes and no, but I feel like if they go the route and they say, like, it was cancer, like, there's still no cure for cancer in the MCU. <laughs> I like, guess, yeah. Hypothetically speaking, like, yeah, they yeah, can yeah. do that. And then in, in turn, I think it would also make it easier for them to tell their story because mm-hmm. it's not like they have to avenge his death because he died in battle or something like that yeah it doesn't it doesn't seem as though there's any sort of like um they need to avenge what's going on for him mm-hmm. which i like um, yeah no it, it, it really doesn't and i'm just i'm just not that i'm like nervous or anything i'm just so curious about what they're gonna say or they're just gonna be like he's he's passed on and that's it they're not even gonna give you a fucking why because they don't even necessarily have to yeah well, I mean, a lot of the shots in that opening trailer where everyone's in white. Yeah, it's it definitely made me his think funeral. that that's his funeral. <laughs> for, yeah. for fucking sure. Like, no doubt about it. And the guy had the drums and then there was the mural of him. That's 100% a procession. And I think even Shuri is carrying the helmet. <sighs> that's going to be like, tough to watch. Yeah. Because yeah, we're all going to mourn collectively. Because yeah. we didn't get to do that as a person audience. and the character at yeah. the same time. <laughs> I saw somebody like tweet like this was really hard just because like they're showing all this pain and I know that it's not an real? act. Like this is all yeah. real. Like it's not the same as like seeing like Tony Stark's face in like the yeah. Far From Home trailer. Like this is a not real person. Um, yeah. And yeah. it's I, I also like there's levels of meta commentary on how the movie picks up because it's all of the women in the culture having to move forward and they're they've lost the the king or the man or whatever like it's just there's a lot of levels to that shit too so i and i have no doubt that ryan coogler is like this is going to be such a i feel like this movie is going to be such a fucking home run and like there's been the last couple film releases people have been like i don't like this i like this i don't like this i like this like i don't think that this movie is going to suffer that same fate Mm -hmm. as the most recent mcu releases i think this is gonna probably be a fucking grand slam and even just like 
moving on from that, like the morning perspective, like what we got of like actual like comic book shit was just wild too. Like the yeah. the Ironheart tease, which like it's nothing more than just a shot of a girl with a hammer. But like I'm like, oh my god! Like she builds yeah. her first armor here. The everything with that blew my mind. and Namor. Oh. Dude. The fuck the the fact that Ironheart like I don't know anything about her from the comics. I know the general idea of the comic. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. I've not read it. I know of it. And then to see that that's who Shuri was like greeting, I was like, oh, because I had no idea who the fuck she's shaking hands with. Mm-hmm. And then she hammers out the, the the heart, and I was like, is it gonna be vibranium? <laughs> is she gonna make like a iron like a vibranium Iron Man suit? Because holy fuck. Yeah. yeah, and to like start there for that <laughs> character is like that's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you also mentioned. Uh, how, do you say it Namor or Namor? I usually say Namor, but I don't know if I've ever heard it. I guess we'll find out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've always pronounced it Namor. Namor, yeah. yeah. So um, Namor and and yeah. the Atlanteans who are Central American, which just looks fucking amazing looks amazing i love the fact that they kind of like took inspiration from like mayan and like aztec Mm -hmm. yeah it looks warriors and ancient tribes and stuff like that it makes that culture feel like so Mm -hmm. important within the world the same way that like wakanda wakanda is represented in this world no i feel like it's refreshing that um Atlanteans don't look European. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, because that's typically the way that Atlanteans look anytime that you watch Atlanteans in anything. Um, so I was like immediately like, wait a minute, because uh, he's got the 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 wings on his feet, mm-hmm. and I was like, whoa, like he looks fucking awesome. Yeah, and we see his birth in the trailer, <laughs> and it's almost like Namor's story is like reverse Killmonger. Mm. Uh, <laughs> where it's he's of two lands but then he he stays with uh the other culture ra- rather than going out with the human culture so mm. um there's really interesting parallels with that and then the additional meta commentary of those of wakanda being representative of africa and uh atlantis in this movie seemingly being representative of the mayan culture both of them being taken over and used and abused here having these like what technology does atlantis have in the mcu that we don't know about (laughs) or are they warring over a, a fraction of vibranium that they have that they found in the ocean you know what i mean like right. it's just like there's whatever that like big orb was that namer was standing in front of but then like we don't see the a orb ton. we don't the have, orb. Yeah. we don't see any atlantean technology like even like they get around by like whales hold yeah yeah that will be an interesting question to ask but like also it, i guess the question is like how formidable are they even if they don't rely on technology um, yeah like if they, they seem pretty fucking formidable <laughs> right dude the shot the shot of of the Atlanteans like standing on that beach and the shooting coming from overhead from the ship mm-hmm. and namor doesn't move and everybody else peels out <laughs> and then we see something else in the trailer 
And then the next thing is M'Baku with that fucking big ass stick, like flying up in the air onto that beach where Nemor was literally just standing. I was like, I need to get into the theater. I need to go to the theater. I'm going to wait here. I was going to say earlier, is that how we get adamantium? Oh, in the shit. MCU, having it be like, another precious metal type resource. You know how Wakanda has vibranium, the Atlanteans control adamantium. Yeah, but like, I like that, that is possible. <laughs> I, I, I'm just, I just saying like the idea that adamantium Joe's is so like, mad about it though because well, <laughs> adamantium's adamantium's a synthetic vibranium. Oh, okay. Or at least I'm not sure if that's totally canon. I think that was at least canon in Ultimate Universe, where it was. Mm people trying to trying to make vibranium. vibranium and they came with, with interesting adamantium and they yeah. did like a, a really fucking good job yeah like adamantium <laughs> is like the hardest thing except for vibranium <laughs> <laughs> they were right they were right there <laughs> <laughs> how cool would it be though if it was the atlanteans controlling it someone steals it and they <laughs> think that it's the Wakandans. Mm. It's a whole thing. I don't know. Well, then there's but the, it's like, actually there's... somebody in Canada, right? Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, yeah, because there's also that like the agency that's got that like drilling platform where we first mm-hmm. like see them like going down into the ocean. Um, I'm, a, I'm assuming Martin that's what Freeman's pisses character off them. is coming back. The CIA agent. Nice. Yes. Um, so I'm assuming there's probably some like <laughs> the U.S. did some shady <laughs> shit. I'm really sorry. <laughs> you guys Look are kind of catching the brunt for this. <laughs> Maybe the Wakandans gave the U.S. some like drilling equipment, not knowing what they were going to do with it. Mm. And the Atlanteans yeah. blame them. I was thinking, that. yeah, I was thinking something to the effect of like the Atlanteans. It's like a miscommunication as to why they're pissed at Wakanda, but Wakanda so. doesn't have a chance to explain it to them because like everything that's going on with their government right now. So. I have to assume <laughs> there's a greater enemy in this and that mm-hmm. I don't know if I want this or not, but I have to imagine that there's like a path to peace for the Atlanteans and the Wakandans, if not an alliance by the end. Yeah. Yeah. They're just going to Batman V Superman. it. <laughs> Someone's going to find out that they have the same name and it's going to be fine. <laughs> T'Challa, why did you say that name? (laughs) It's not as common as Martha, but still, it could work. Uh, (laughs) That's why it's even stranger. Who who do you who do you project is in the Black Panther suit that we see reveal at the end? Who is it? I think it's probably Shuri, but I would rather it be Lupita Nyong'o's character. But I think Mm -hmm. it's probably Shuri. Nakia. Yeah, yeah, I hope it's not Shuri. I was gonna say I hope it's Nakia. <laughs> um, even with like all that stuff, like if it ends up being Shuri, like part of me wonders. I don't know any of like the on set issues or anything. Oh like, yeah, I wonder no. if like Ryan Coogler is like I'm doing this and then I'm I'm done. Like does he because like with everything that like happened on that set, like how much yeah. does he want to stay in that world? And I don't yeah. really know, like I said. That's a good question. I I I think it is most likely Shuri in that suit. Yeah. Um, Somebody even pointed out like the arms have like the open 
panther mouth similar to like her gauntlets oh, that she shit. used in the first one oh. did it yeah i didn't even notice that i know that i just rem- the extend the the claw that's all i yeah caught and it, like the color scheme kind of looked like killmonger's look i'm not holding out hope that michael <laughs> b jordan can somehow be returned to this franchise to just be the black panther from a different universe going forward that being said he could always show up in secret wars for all we know right like if we're calling phases four five and six the multiverse saga most of the movies are gonna have to deal with the multiverse at some point i'm just saying well especially (laughs) if if this like passes through a membrane and says i'm your black panther now i think they'd all be like i think that's (laughs) also a valid point in that this is set to be the final movie in phase four which means like what is it that makes it a finale Besides, like, I can see that, like, Quantumania as, like, a dawn of something just with, like, Kang's first appearance. But, Mm -hmm. like, what makes this an end point? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It could be something like that. That's a very good question, too, because, like, what are they setting up that's going to really blow this whole thing open? Because Kevin Feige even said that we're going to be more direct with the theme of phases four five and six I mean, basically if you didn't get that phase four was the beginning of the multiverse era at this point i don't know if you're watching all the stuff <laughs> but i think they did a good job of having phase four be like a transitional phase like we got mm-hmm. a, like yeah. a good cool down oh my god from yeah there's game. a lot there's so much that was built up right in yeah. phase four there's like, so much groundwork and foundational work that had to be done including the stripping down of old things yeah stuff that like was seemingly not related but then like now that we're here we're like okay oh, i see where yeah. they're still planting seeds even now yep. like they're not rushing anything right which i very much appreciate because i'm pretty yeah. sure they have stuff planned out until 2028 or something like that mm-hmm. if they have like <laughs> that many movies planned ahead that they're like fully like okay this is the plan going from yeah. here i mean they they came out with a gigantic phase five <laughs> announcement <Fucking sad. laughs> they announced phase six <laughs> yeah so phase five let's run through it quick just run we it got, down Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, What If Season 2, Secret Invasion, then we get Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, mm-hmm. which was also supposed to be in Phase 4, got reshuffled into Phase 5, uh, then we go back to Disney+, Plus where we get Echo, and then Season 2 of Loki, which I'm very mm-hmm. excited for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fun that that's smack in the middle of the phases. Uh, then we go to the Marvels to the theaters in July of 2023. Then Ironheart, Blade, Agatha, Coven of Chaos. They changed the name. Yeah, changed the name. So it's either going to be winter of 2023 or early 2024. And then uh, an 18-episode series of Daredevil, Born Again, coming in spring of 2024. But that's not all, because there's two more movies to end the phase. It's Captain America New World Order Dude. in 2024. <laughs> <What>? And <laughs> the finale, as of right now, for phase five is Thunderbolts, a movie. Yeah. And that's Crazy. July 26th, 2024. So two years from now, we'll be at the end of phase five. 
Wow. With a Thunderbolts movie. Um, <laughs> which I guess thrilled. <laughs> I, I guess we might as well just lead into phase six. Yeah. Which yeah, just... there's three movies announced. Fantastic Four, which is billed for November of 2024. Mm-hmm. And then we got two Avengers movies, The Kang Dynasty in May, and then Secret Wars in November. I mean, we all knew, and Joe was banging the drum probably earlier than anyone, <laughs> that Secret Wars was coming. But to see it, you know, to mm-hmm. see the words is yeah. like, that's got to feel good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Joe, what was your first initial reaction to everything that was thrown at us? I was just like, huh, <laughs> two Avengers in <laughs> one year. Um, and none for the previous phase. Yeah. So, phase four does not have an Avengers movie. Right. Um, and phase five doesn't have an Avengers movie. Right. But phase six has two. <laughs> <laughs> that goes to the, the cool down period. Mm. Yeah. So we had I a, mean, we had a, phase five is probably going to feel fucking like getting wrung tight because to not have the release valve of a, a gigantic cross promotional team up film <laughs> to get the to to blow it off it's going to be like Kang Dynasty is probably going to be fucking nuts. Yeah. I <laughs> I have to imagine that's going to be something Infinity War-esque of like but worse. Like I think that's yeah. where we get the <laughs> like the Secret Wars final page of like the Marvel Cinematic Universe 2008 to, to 2025. And yeah, like yeah. the RIP screen and then Secret Wars is Battle World. After that, who knows? Christ. It looks I guess a reboot of the entire universe. I just like so to go through uh you said Ant Man uh and the Wasp three Quantumania mm-hmm. is yeah. where we're gonna get Kang to start with, and then there was a trailer, there was a Comic Con trailer that was aired that people saw <laughs> but uh the people that didn't go to san diego didn't get to see it but somebody on youtube <laughs> held his phone up and didn't record the screen <laughs> but he just picked up all of the audio so i listened to the trailer <laughs> that they heard at comic-con um and i cross-referenced it with people who were like i was there here's what it was um and it seems legit mm-hmm. uh we see we modok gets facetime along with <laughs> kang FaceTime. in a more comic ac- accurate attire um if you will so that's that movie's gonna be fucking crazy mm-hmm. like i don't think i've ever been more excited for an ant-man movie <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say um i'm indifferent about it um but I don't know. I don't really know what to expect with it. I think part of the fun of it is the kind of oh shit of it. Like we know it's the next big bad of the entire universe. Yeah, and, and Scott Man's gets gonna to see fight him. him. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Well, like, that's and true. that's the thing is, like, it's not him alone, right? In this, he's got. Uh, he's got Hank Pym he's got Janet he's got the Wasp he's got his daughter Cassie she's going to be suiting up because they released that poster Mm. that has her in costume as well Um, so he's not alone Uh, T.I. not coming back Um, (laughs) so (laughs) did we ever find out what happened to that ghost chick 
Ghost from. is out there somewhere. But will she be back? Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. Movie. I don't know if she'll be back in this, but like, I think she could be in Thunderbolts. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I think yeah. she's a prime candidate to offer a deal like that. So talk about Thunderbolts. Like in, in like that's a group. It's like Suicide the, Squad. It's like Suicide Squad essentially, yeah. right? But it's, now because the actor <laughs> that played Thunderbolt Ross passed away, are they named? Are you thinking like? Yeah, I think in it's like an in memoriam kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. We'll never get the Red Hulk. Oh well. <laughs> right. Like I mean, they could definitely just give that to somebody else. I feel like too. Yeah. <laughs> we could just I mean the MCU's fucked with enough things that if they wanted to make another character that's adjacent to the Hulk, the Red Hulk, I feel like they could get away with it. Hmm. They could always yeah. bring uh Jennifer Garner back as Red She Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, other stuff to talk about. Uh Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Uh, yeah. We've been confirmed to have said that this is the last incarnation of this team of the Guardians in the MCU. Everybody's like really worried this is going to be like a real like tearjerker mm-hmm. of a movie because even like the trailer that they showed, you see like a shot of like Rocket being taken as like a baby by the High Evolutionary, mm-hmm. but then you don't see Rocket again for the whole trailer yeah interesting so like probably gonna kill off rocket because he's a raccoon and he did not get snapped so he's been alive for how long yeah well i i know that james gunn said i read a thing i think it was in entertainment weekly um that he he said that he specifically came back because he wanted to finish rocket's story Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um because there's a lot left on the table with what we know about rocket so this is very much he felt like his avatar as a character within it so it's like his send-off or whatever Hmm. whatever he didn't make it sound so um final for the character right like i'm not saying like his send-off is in like and this is how rocket is like i'm not saying that um but i mean it's entirely possible sure that they kill rocket off it would be really sad i Mm. feel like rocket should be the only character with groot that survives yeah (laughs) the guardians and everybody else goes the fuck away and they start a new team (laughs) rocket and group because it's just two guys doing voices you could do that forever (laughs) dave batista doesn't want to stand there for six hours getting fucking makeup anymore i get it (laughs) yeah but think of the vfx team robert (laughs) no could you imagine how bad drax would look if his whole gimmick was added and it would not be well i was just thinking when you said that like if james gunn leaves and nobody's there to fight for it well it's gonna stop them from making a cgi drax yeah Uh. (laughs) 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 you got that she hulk she hulk money (laughs) um and just the name of it captain america new world order um and the placement of it before thunderbolts but at the end of phase five um really interesting really interesting because i don't know how many properties are before fantastic four in that phase six slide but i don't think it's that many so what no, could fa- that mean fantastic right. four is leading off phase six. it leads it off okay yeah. that's that's crazy <laughs> yeah i'm excited 
for whatever that means for and there were questions have you seen that there's questions about like who's going to be captain america in this captain it's america just movie it's the same stupid people bringing up the same stupid like conversations they've made it very clear who captain yeah. america is yeah. there's no same doubt no one's confused no. it's just yeah. the state the same idiots who keep like <laughs> rambling on like let's bring it up and and wonder if chris evans is going to come back he's not coming back guys yeah. It's Sam. Sam's <laughs> Captain America. Okay? There's no confusion. We solved it here on Pop Cannon. You got the exclusive <laughs> scoop. Sam Wilson is Captain America. It's I've done. Consulted, I've consulted exactly my brain, um, and I've determined. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't... I, as soon as I saw that, I was like, wait, who's asking? Like... <laughs> It's pretty fucking clear. And then Chris Evans on Twitter was like, Sam Wilson is Captain America. Like yeah. he said that word for word to the Hollywood reporter who was asking a completely monotonous and stupid question. Yeah. They just um, want internet clicks. Yeah. As if it's some fucking mystery. Yeah. It's not. It's definitely not. It's Sam Wilson. It's going to be awesome to see him on screen. Um, the name makes me excited, obviously, for wrestling purposes. So I don't know where they're going with it, <laughs> but I'm stoked to see what that means, because it's probably going to have to do with the power broker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but its placement before Thunderbolts yeah. is a very interesting prospect considering the rerouting of how the world is working now within the MCU. Yeah. And like, is Bucky going to be there? Or is Bucky, are they like, have they separated since? Right. <laughs> they separated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought those kids that were going to make that marriage work, man. They were going to get there. <laughs> <laughs> to be determined. Cause Bucky might change the titles, but like, it would be interesting to have him there and then mm -hmm. split off. You know what they might do? Yeah. They might put, whoever the new Wolverine is in Thunderbolts. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's, you're going to get a Wolverine. I feel like My you're going to get a Wolverine standalone. anymore is going to be, oh, they're probably in Thunderbolts. <laughs> <laughs> it's the end of the phase. What else are they yeah, going to do? Gonna, no, I think, I, like I don't think Expendables, that you, which is way too many characters. <laughs> I don't think that you're going to see Wolverine in anything other than a post-credit tag. And then his own film standalone, Somewhere in phase six is my guess. Mm. I don't think so. I think there's potential. I like poking the fire here. Uh, he's going to be in uh, Thunderbolts. <laughs> I mean, look at calling it. Now. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Call I, mean, I, I, I would love to be wrong. Still wish that they had had him in uh, the city they go to in. Uh, oh, Falcon uh, Winter soldier. Madripoor or whatever. Madripoor, Madripoor, yeah. Because yeah. that's a very like Wolverine and the X-Men yeah. place. I mean, um, power brokers still hanging out there. Yeah. Sick. Uh, <laughs> I would like them to try her again. <laughs> in, in like within a film context. Yeah. Like if they do, do decide to do that again, like I would like to see like a second shot at it just because it was just. I want to see her get run over by Shang-Chi's sister. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I think if given the right material, Sharon would be like a very intimidating villain. Mm. Oh no, I'm I'm not I'm saying that within the context of a movie, I would like to see Shang-Chi's sister with the full force of the Ten Rings 
take out the power broker. Oh yeah. Like, cause she thinks she's so powerful and just, and then just ex- like take over her empire as well. Like I want his sister to be doing all of that kind of shit. That's the other thing that like, I don't know if that's going to come up in like the Marvels or what, like everything from Shang-Chi, like <laughs> when are they going to come up again? Like <laughs> when are they going to have a second movie? <laughs> they like, they have all these movies planned out for the next yeah. four years but they haven't even mentioned like one of their biggest movies of the well, last two and i feel like that's something that we should also mention because every time that they do one of these um releases for comic-con and they have the whole timeline it has never oh, yeah. been released to the to the le- like to the letter right. like never yeah they've never done it um even the so titles. fully yeah fully expect half of the shit in five to slot back into six (laughs) and other things to pop up because the it's just necessary for them to move things forward because of how the trajectory of shit is working remember when inhumans was going to be a movie (laughs) yeah it's like kind of just like release some information and kind of see where the reaction is or i mean you can't necessarily i mean you can plan the next film without having the previous one come out obviously but like I think they do also kind of take into account reactions to some stuff and kind of they have to not not reverse course but change course or right. alter course. Everything's a little bit. fluid. Nothing's fluid going yeah. until it's <clears throat> till it's out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. just like how you were talking to us yesterday about the potential of Wakanda being landlocked and like yeah. they might change that for this movie. Like right. we don't know. They could kind of yeah. do what they want depending on what they need. Right. Yeah. Because they can just change it and be like, oh, the maps are wrong. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it doesn't matter. They could change anything. Kevin taps want. on the microphone. He's like, it's made up. <laughs> <laughs> and a million heads explode in the audience. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We also don't know where Spider-Man fits in to any of this. Well, I think that. Tom Holland's getting that vacation he wanted. Yeah. Um, but I think they're going like, <laughs> but you'll come back like yeah <laughs> like do you think the next time we see spider-man is like that first avengers movie if that because also i mean obviously this is marvel studios but is sony gonna also produce a film with them to be like the fourth spider-man somewhere I think, in here I, I think that's they intend on that i hope so yeah i, th- I think that they still want to because if we have to wait until 2025 to see Tom Holland <laughs> as Spider-Man again, I'm going to be actually mad. No. Yeah, because you know what they're going to do? Sony is they're not leaving stand- that on the table. Like, Sony's actively <laughs> yeah. going to make another Spider-Man movie. Because, I mean, basically at this point, Spider-Man movie and, like, Tom Holland Spider-Man movie, it's like it's like a guaranteed billion-dollar venture right. right now. Like, yeah. they know that. So, like, whenever Sony is, like... Um, we'd like a billion dollars, please. <laughs> <laughs> they'll call Kevin Feige back and they'll get it. Like <laughs> he'll be like, yeah, yeah, of course. We could just fucking move everything back. It's fine. <laughs> what is this? Thunderbolts? Throw it the fuck out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the idea know. of like the thing that we were assuming is the linchpin just getting tossed in the fucking trash for a Spider-Man movie is great. Yeah. <laughs> I know I say it every time, but I do really hope we get Miles Morales out of Secret Wars. Like, I would love that. Yeah. And not just as a We have one, to wait like, until 2025, like, Joe. <laughs> I'm going to be mad. 
Yeah. Well, if we don't wait till 2025, then Tom Holland has to die. Well, not they, not Tom Holland, Peter Parker. <laughs> Tom Holland can live on happily. <laughs> That's not a threat. <laughs> if we don't get Miles Morales, Tom Holland dies. I would like it. We will fucking kill him. I would like that word stricken from the record. <laughs> <laughs> no that's a good clip uh. <laughs> it is a good clip but no like i i don't really want to see miles's story without the like peter dying part of it like i'm fine mm-hmm. if they do it the way that they did it in like the ultimate spider-man cartoon where he like goes to his universe and he's just like you're dead um yeah and takes over yeah yeah love that <laughs> I even don't even need him to come from another like universe. Back again for <laughs> I'll settle players. for him being there now and yeah. just becoming that. Like I don't yeah. need him to come from another. I mean, if you want to make it a multiverse, say fuck it. I don't care. <laughs> he passes through a membrane in a fucking alleyway and decides <laughs> to take over the mantle. Fine. It's <laughs> I don't know what to think because, like, we're getting kind of desensitized to the Marvel content, and they're just pumping it out now. And that well, that's I, that's why yeah, like. The, Going into Comic-Con, I was just like, I do feel very desensitized to Marvel. And I was just like, not really expecting anything. And then, like, they came and, like, they still managed to make me excited in spite of that. But, yeah, I agree. Like, I, I'm i not sure where this goes. But <laughs> I guess yeah. I'm going to be there watching it. Yeah. And it's a lot of content, too. It's, like, a lot of shit to watch. It's a ton. <laughs> so much content. <laughs> Um, you can't wait to like say to my son like all right well we got to start the mcu uh, when you're eight because uh when you're 16 i want to be able to be done with it so <laughs> you'll just be caught up it's just in a you'll just will just be at release order after yeah. eight years of watching one film or show a weekend <laughs> for fucking eight years <laughs> well i do think we're at the point where like not every well i've been saying this since like infinity war that i don't think everything's necessary like i'm gonna personally watch everything but like like if you don't want to watch she hulk i don't think you're gonna miss out on like anything super important to the greater narrative and like what makes like a good avengers movie work is like if that movie on its own works which like endgame on its own probably didn't work like if you came in without knowing anything that's a very confusing movie film for you yeah um yeah. but like all the other avengers movies i feel like they stand on their own and i think you could go into that and say like oh like i really like uh mm-hmm. i almost picked like two characters who didn't have any other movies <laughs> like oh wow iron man's really cool i want to go and watch the iron man movies but like i don't think yeah, you, yeah. you necessarily had to come in seeing them and i know people who yeah. didn't yeah. oh yeah i mean the, especially for phase one which was kind of patchworky in the way that they put it together yeah um i mean i didn't i didn't see the first iron man or hulk in theaters i don't think i saw hulk but i saw iron man (laughs) so like (laughs) but like at this point I, i feel like if you're trying to follow the narrative for all of it i think it's all required viewing at least once if you go through on a watchback and decide to skip things, but I feel like you have to at least have seen it to decide whether or not you can skip it anymore. Hmm. Yeah. Like I'm going to watch echo, but like, am I thrilled about it? That's what I mean though. 
like we're <laughs> like, I'm all gonna going watch to it. just because of who we are, but I don't <laughs> think you have to. Yeah. From like a casual viewer's perspective, I don't think people are like going out of their way to get Disney Plus just so they could watch the Marvel shows. However, just to stick up with it. The shows have definitely had different tones, so you're they're going for different parts of audiences rather right. than just you know what I mean. They're for the shows are for wildly different ranges of people. That's not necessarily their baseline that goes to the theater so right they're trying to just make a jumping on point yeah Mm -hmm. yeah they're trying to make it easy like like a new title point not putting an avengers movie out for however many years that makes it difficult to give people a fucking jumping on point that like this is already way spinning so how do you even get into it if you're not Hmm. not having an avengers movie to be like hey (laughs) <laughs> pick a character out of this and follow their story like you can't do that right yeah for me it's but. like the same as like when i started watching one piece i'm like there's a thousand episodes i'll never not have anything to watch so like if i'm like mm-hmm. at a loss like that and i've never watched a marvel movie i might say like i'm gonna get into marvel just so i <laughs> could have you imagine? something <laughs> could you imagine in 2022 being like man i haven't ever watched anything from the mcu let's iron man yeah, let's go see. I know like, people like that though. Yeah. Like my buddy Tarek like doesn't watch oh. any of the Marvel stuff. Doesn't watch any superhero stuff really. Like you could be I'm like sorry, that's my but Tuesday like, night now until forever. Not yeah. having not having the in theater reaction to some of the stuff though is not the same. It's like never having that shared experience with a group of people that are as excited as you are to see the things that are happening. And I think that's kind of why Marvel stumbled at the beginning of this phase because of the pandemic and because people couldn't go and have that shared experience because they literally set up points in their films so that there could be an audience reaction to it. And if you're just sitting there in your living room by (laughs) yourself (laughs) and it's just like, oh, Oh, there's that dude from the office. Okay. Like, I don't know. It's it's a weird beast, and they're so far gone down the You're saying watching Doctor Strange and that being your reaction to fucking Reed Richards is, oh, there's that dude from the office. (laughs) Oh, because it's just like such the opposite reaction for me when I saw him that like, holy shit. It's just a different world. Wow. So that's imagine, that's what it is. Imagine though. no selling Reed Richards in the MCU. Fuck, man. <laughs> well, we certainly didn't. Um, but now I guess we want to turn the conversation over to you guys. Let us know what you think about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, um, the current state that it's in, whether or not you're interested for the remainder of Phase 4 any of phase five or even the wild shit that they've announced for phase six already. Will it change? Probably. But yes, as always, you know that your friends at pop cannon are here to talk you through it. That's what we do. Yeah. Um, as always hit us up on our Facebook, our Instagram or our Twitter at pop cannon. You can also subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, just search pop cannon with a K and you'll find our channel and all of our past episodes, everything that we've ever talked about. It's there. (laughs) Yeah. Even back before we did video podcasts, you Mm -hmm, could go listen mm -hmm. to us chat. 
Uh, yeah, if you want to follow us individually, uh, I am on Twitter and Instagram at Joe for Broke. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Yesball. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at JL24FPS. So thank you very much for watching and or listening. We will see you on the very next episode. Uh, and as always, stay cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I, I don't know what so I was going cool. for there my, as always, you know, as if that's phrase. like a, a common thing to end the episode. It's hot. All right. The air conditioning has been off. I'm just trying that's to tell everyone to stay cool. Stay cool. cool. <laughs> stay cool. It's so hot. Sweating. It's so hot. You know that thing I always say. 